Well, hello, Dee. We're doing another podcast. We are, CJ. We're doing another podcast, and it's just about time. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's (laughs) definitely been a while. Well, today's podcast um, is going to, you and I are veterans when it comes to having peripheral neuropathy. We certainly are, and I don't know if that's a... uh, if that's a good thing or what, but we are veterans, certainly. I've had it for 16 years now. And uh, so, yeah, and we look back on our early days and we see people who join our, um, you know. Um, our uh, usual calls. Yeah, or, our monthly calls. Or come, to, or come to us on Facebook or any number of, of uh, ways that they reach out to us. And, and they're asking us questions, aren't they? Well, they are. And, and also they're saying things like, um, well, can I get rid of the numbness? And, uh, or, you know, it's not that bad with me yet. Um, mm-hmm. and, and in, what, what, what is there to look forward to? I exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So from the view, standpoint of uh, veterans, as I, as I just said, um, then what can somebody new to neuropathy uh, expect? And that's what we're going to talk about. And what what can they learn from us, which is what we're going to do. So yeah. great. Yeah. So great. So why don't we just kind of jump right in on that? And yeah, well, and we'll we talk, do... uh, let me talk for just a second about our group. It's Peripheral Neuropathy Resources. We have a website. Uh, peripheralneuropathyresources.com and we have a monthly meeting details of our monthly zoom meetings are on the website and uh, d and i co-host those meetings so anyway so enough of that Uh, i (laughs) I would start off by saying telling to a new person with neuropathy uh, be sure you get it be sure you get it diagnosed by a neurologist um, and there are there are lots of people who get it diagnosed probably pretty accurately by a uh, primary care physician, but um, I would strongly recommend you go to a neurologist and have them test you both feet and hands. Lots of times they don't test for hands, and um, and you need to do that. And ideally, a neuromuscular neurologist. Uh, they're hard to find. They're usually just in the big cities. Uh, but if you can find a neuromuscular neurologist, they have extra training in peripheral neuropathy-related neuropathies. So That's, that's interesting, because I was going to ask you that. Why, why a neuromuscular neurologist? Um, but that makes total sense. And, you know, interestingly, mine was initially uh, diagnosed by a podiatrist who sent me to a neurologist. So there's any yeah. number of ways that you can come to the diagnosis, um, but the neurologist is the guy who really needs to make the call. Yeah, that that's how you know you actually have that. And a, a lot of people equate it with circulation problems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's actually a nerve ending problem. And that's where a neurologist can test you and see how severe it is and and maybe give you some idea of what to expect. Uh, If you have a true peripheral neuropathy, it's going to get worse. It might get worse for some people a little more slowly or a little quicker. 
for other people, but it's going to get worse. And so all of your strategies for dealing with your peripheral neuropathy, um, all of those strategies, you know, are just holding it off or dealing with it or coping with it or something like that. Exactly. But sometimes, sometimes we'll get a question about when will I feel better or how can I make this um, how can I go back to doing what I was doing when I was diagnosed? And, and the answer, un- unfortunately or sadly, is that you don't necessarily go back to what you, what you were, what you were doing when you were first diagnosed, but you do learn to cope through what you're going to be doing in the future. Coping. That's right. That's mm-hmm. the key word there. Um, we have a saying, those of us with peripheral neuropathy, that we're going to die with it, but not from it. And that's an important distinction. Uh, it's not like ALS or some killer disease that, uh, that, that terminates. This, this is one that you can live with. There are people, well, you know, uh, President Biden has it. Um, he, Eric he, Clapton has it. You hear me say yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Um, Alan um, Jackson, the country singer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he has it. And, and so it's just a case of, uh, you know, dealing with it staying preoccupied don't worry about it um, killing you uh, something else is going to get you first <laughs> and that's the, that's that's the positive right it. that's our positive part of peripheral neuropathy <laughs> now um phil collins by the way has it as well i don't oh. want to leave out phil, phil um um how do you tame it though cj i mean what, what what drugs and exercise and even philosophy and um those sort of things we hear from newbies a lot um what types of drugs exercise and philosophy can help me beat PNR, 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 PN, yeah. peripheral neuropathy. <laughs> People have a hard time pronouncing that. Too. I know. So I, don't know what the, I don't know what the R was about, but anyway, by the way, forgive me. Just a quick look at what peripheral neuropathy is. You know, the, uh, the neuromuscular, or the neurosystem starts in the brain and goes down the spinal column. Where it branches out into the extremities, uh, feet and hands, um, that's the peripheral nerves. That's where that comes from. Some people sometimes think peripheral means your eyesight, but now it's the peripheral nerves out into your length dependent legs and hands. And uh, it starts off fairly mild and then it gets to be more moderate and then it can become quite severe uh, up above your knees and up to your wrists in your, in your legs and hands. Most people with peripheral neuropathy uh, don't really have it in their hands, at least not yet. I think eventually th- that will probably happen. I have it in both, all four limbs. But it's, don't it's you think of- it's a it's a good time to note too that everybody's neuropathy is different. Everybody's neuropathy is different. The well, um, there are lots of different neuropathies. Well, uh, there you the go. People will say, "Oh, it affects my face, you know, or my tongue, or." Uh, my shoulders and mm-hmm. you know you can have a mononeuropathy that's just in one arm or one leg or something um, <clears throat> but a peripheral a true peripheral neuropathy uh, is going to be hands and and feet starting and, in your feet and generally both sides right both oh yes legs. yeah it's both polyneuropathy feet. right right exactly yeah. exactly and then there. There's even something called neuropathic itch that we veterans have experienced. And, and um, oh, yeah. that's just a, a funny little itch that for me starts in my 
hand and crawls up my arm and drives me crazy. So um, yeah. <laughs> there's all sorts of different ways to well, uh, experience neuropathy. Yeah, then too, but, lots of people have idiopathic uh, peripheral neuropathy. What does that mean, idiopathic? It means we don't uh, know. It's we don't know. That's exactly cause. And uh, which leads me to my gonzo conclusion that maybe more neuropathies are idiopathic than we than we give them credit for, you know, people. Well, will say, you, you know, when they say they say neuropathy is the one of the most diagnosed illnesses in in the history of illnesses, you know, and I have a hard time believing that, but maybe they're exactly right. Maybe everybody does have neuropathy or well, some I've form heard of 20 percent, certainly 20 percent of the population is one number I've heard, um, you know, that that eventually get it. So or have it. So, so I guess we could, we could say with, with absolute certainty that we aren't out there alone. Yeah. So for the, somebody just getting it, uh, it would probably start with a tingling or a dead spot in the bottom of one foot, maybe in a toe or the, the ball of your foot or something. That's where it will start. It will seem very odd, uh, but it's not at all debilitating. You can continue to job, uh, <clears throat> jog and drive and whatnot. Uh, but then it starts to grow and it overtakes, you know, a big part of that foot and moves to the other foot. And then it starts up into your ankles and it starts up towards your, your knees. And most people can still drive uh, when that happens. It doesn't, you know, they don't like it. And they don't like the stinginess and the numbness, but you can still live your do, life. But right. You can do your normal things. Right. Yeah. Eventually you're not going to be able to drive. And uh, let's talk about that for a minute, because you and I have two different approaches to that. We uh, do. We do. Yeah. So I, driving, driving is something that is very basic in our lives. It's something yes. that we, we need uh, badly. It's almost as important as reading and writing to me, yeah. uh, be, the ability to drive. Um, for me, uh, I became unable to differentiate where where my feet were tell between the um the accelerator and the brake and that became very uh nerve-wracking because if i can't find or tell where my brake or my accelerator is how do i drive and that's exactly what happened with me i stopped um because i couldn't find those pedals and with that i went on to an alternative way of driving but you have gone a little bit different. You've gone a different path than I have a little bit. Well, I of course, I had the same problem, uh, mm. you know, finding the brake, so to speak. And then even worse, really, once I did find the brake, it felt like my foot was slipping off of the brake, which is a very scary feeling when you have cars ahead of you in traffic. And uh, I, I would look down and I would see that my foot was not slipping off. But as far as how it felt, it felt like it was slipping right off the brake. And it was a very scary feeling. Uh, mm -hmm. I chose for various things in my life just to let it go. I did explore uh, hand controls. Uh, but for me, they, they were expensive compared to what I would get out of them. However, I'll you know, turn that over to you to talk about hand controls, Dee. Sure. And, I, and simply put, I, I went for them. And uh, in Georgia, I think this is an important thing to uh, note, I think in different states, uh, there are different rules, regulations, and even 
prices of how to, to fit you into hand controls. Uh, in Georgia, it was something that made sense for me. So today I drive with hand controls and feel uh, much better about my life. I, I think that they, they saved me in many, uh, in many respects. So CJ yeah. has opted for uh, lim limousines, right? <laughs> right. And, and where, and I have opted for um, taking CJ around. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's, you know, and neither choice is wrong. And uh, I think uh, we learn to live and cope through each of the, uh, each of those choices. Well, uh, that's right. And um, on the website, peripheralneuropathyresources.com, I have an entire section on coping. And I believe there are more coping tips on there than you can find anywhere else in the world. Uh, so I would encourage people to go look at that. A quick note on uh, gabapentin, because a lot of people wind up on that. Um, there is such a thing in the world as pain acceptance. And that doesn't mean you have to go around in pain all the time. It just means be careful. Don't jump right to gabapentin. If you go to a neurologist and he does all these tests, ask for them in your hands as well as your feet. He does all these tests. He says you have peripheral neuropathy. You say, what can I do about it? Uh, don't let him just throw gabapentin at you. Uh, go as long as you can before you start taking gabapentin or Lyrica or amitriptyline, noratriptyline, any of the medicines that, that uh, doctors tend to prescribe. I sometimes wonder how many neurologists give you gabapentin just, just to answer that question that you have. What can I do about it? Well, here, take this gabapentin. Uh, gabapentin reduces your pain, but it doesn't take the pain away. If you're lucky, it brings it down below a pain threshold so that you can stand it. But wait, wait till you really get to where you need it before you start taking those medications. What are you on, Dee? I'm on absolutely nothing. Ah, I have decided to go with the pain acceptance route. Yeah. Uh, I take no, no medication whatsoever for peripheral neuropathy, um, pain and, and et cetera. So, um, and I do okay with it. I do, I do all right through things like yoga and, uh, and, and, and my coping tips. And, um, I've just learned how to deal with it in, uh, yeah. and it takes, I think it takes a while to know how to, uh, how to do that. Um, how to deal with your particular cases of yeah. peripheral neuropathy. Yeah, each one's a little different. It's going to get worse, um, but it's not going to kill you in the end. There are people who live to be into their 90s with peripheral neuropathy. It might be severe, but you know, they survive it and go on with their lives. And that, that I guess, is how we'll end this particular uh, podcast. Just say, go on with your life. Um, do your hobbies. If you if you like to fish, go fishing. If you like to do quilts, go quilting. Just keep doing what you're doing and, you know, get your mind off of it. And you can read about nutrition and things, but mostly just stay active. And and for those newbies out there, know that you've got people like CJ and me who are the veterans and who have been down the road and who can answer you questions about what symptoms do you think uh, might be on the 
uh, in the future. Not that we really want to talk about them. We want you to cope in the moment, but um, stick with your neurologist and, and lean on us and lean on your doctors and, and you'll feel better for it. That's it. Well, that brings us to the end of another podcast. It brings us to the end of another podcast, and uh, and this was easy and fun, and maybe we can we can manage to do another one in the future. Do another one soon. That's right. <laughs> All right, D. Always a pleasure. I uh, will see you, you for the March thirteen mm-hmm. Zoom meeting. And you will. Details of that are on peripheralneuropathyresources.com. Always a delight talking to you, CJ. Thanks so much. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.